This episode of Not Your Average Globetrotter has been brought to you in part by Border.io, helping you to get your Portuguese NIF and bank account. More about them in just a moment, and by viewers like you through support on Patreon and one-time donations, like the thanks button here on YouTube. Hello there, I'm Rafael de Furia, back at it again for another episode of Not Your Average Globetrotter. This week, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the city where I happen to live now, Braga. It's a wonderful city with a lot to offer, but I wanted to talk about the different parts of the city to live in. I think it's really important, especially for those of you who may be looking on Idealista, the, the, the map that they show you on there doesn't necessarily give you the best idea of how things are here in the city, what things actually look like, and even some of the names, how they refer to the areas. It makes it seem like they're far apart, like they're these vastly different parts of town, like even just looking at the, the, the map here I'm seeing, if you type in Braga into Braga District, Braga, and showing like the city itself, it shows you Maximino, Cividad, São João do Soto, São José do São Lazaro, like I'm going to mess these names up, that's just kind of a given at this point, Parque São João da Ponte, São Vitor e São Vicente. Um, and some of these areas actually are almost so small that they really run into each other. The point is really to give you an idea of how things are laid out here, maybe where you want to think about if you're thinking about moving. I mean, even if we're talking about rentals at this moment in time, roughly we're talking about, say, starting at about maybe 500 to 1500. And that runs from a T0 all the way to, say, a T3 or a T4. What is a T0? What is a T1? What is a T2? What is a T3? What is a T4? This in Portugal is how they kind of basically call apartments, like a one-bedroom, a two-bedroom, a this, a that, the other. But a T3, for example, would be three bedrooms plus a living room. A T0 would be a studio. A T1 would be a bedroom plus living room. And sometimes the kitchen will be included within the living room. Sometimes the kitchen may be separate. These are things that you have to keep in mind. And then also, not all apartments come with air conditioning. So if you are coming from a place or a home <laughs> that you are moving from that has air conditioning, this is something you really may want to keep in mind. Anyway, Let's talk about this map that I have here in front of me. This whole city, this is really kind of what you think of as Braga, but the main kind of central areas would say really be much, much smaller. We actually would have to switch over to another map for that, but I want to give you a layout roughly first of how the city kind of is formed. In here, on this line here, this is the main Avenida de Libertad. This is kind of the main heartline of the city, at least by car, but it does continue up a little bit into a pedestrian area here. You also have to consider that maybe if you're in the center, some places are not going to be accessible by car, at least maybe not during the whole day, or it depends on what kind of permissions you can get to access that area. But over here, this is one area where we have one mall, that's the Minu Center. This mall over here is Braga Park. This is the mall actually where I went with you guys in the episode where I did the mall video kind of showing just a little bit of an afternoon here in Braga. And I took the bus from, let's say, right about here. And so it was actually not that bad of a ride. I mean, it's maybe from this point to this point about 
five, seven minutes on the bus, potentially less if there's not really that much traffic. But if you were to walk this distance here, you could probably have a 15 to 20 minute walk depending on how fast you walk. And just before we get into the next section of this episode, a quick word from this week's sponsor. A big thanks to Border for sponsoring this week's episode of Not Your Average Globetrotter. Border offers the easiest way to get your NIF and Portuguese bank account, both of which are integral parts of your move to Portugal. Border can help you from any location around the world, wherever you are remotely, so that you don't have to travel to Portugal. Also at Border, you'll be dealing with English speakers who offer excellent customer support. They'll help you accomplish these necessary steps to get your new life started here in Portugal. Visit border.io slash N-Y-A-G. That's B-O-R-D-R dot io slash n y a g thank you again to border for sponsoring this week's episode of not your average globetrotter and let's get back into the episode and while we're on this more zoomed out map i want to show you some more points of interest just so that you can get an idea where things are really located from one to the next so the main train station is here the main cathedral it's a few minute walk away over here that's the say. That's where you've seen also in a couple of videos, for example, even in the video, actually may have been that same video where I went to the mall, but whatever video it was, when I showed you also the churrascaria, the Portuguese grill house, that was over in this area right here. If you can see, you'll be able to see it if you're watching on YouTube, possibly even Spotify, depending on how this episode goes out. And just to clear the screen a little bit, once you're already at the say, this area here basically is the center. You don't really have to go that much farther out of this area if you're interested in having like a fun little time out. And to walk around this area, maybe we'll say it's like about 15, 20 minutes if you're just walking, not if you're checking things out and you're looking and this and that, but if you're going through, it's, it's actually quite easy. Then also, if we're talking about Ikea, this is going to be very important if you do come here. That is actually a little bit outside of town. You can get a free bus right in the center right here, right on the main square, and that will take you all the way up over here and that bus runs i believe once or twice an hour very easy um, but even if you wanted to take an uber it's probably going to be something like maybe five euros or six euros to get there and it's quite a big mall it's it's a mall with an ikea in it it's not the biggest ikea but it's definitely enough that you'll probably lose yourself for a few hours in there the good news also is that they do deliver and that they will deliver into the apartment you do just have to pay that extra fee for it but if you're going to be moving to Braga, I really recommend looking at the very central areas. Again, right here, just to give you another little idea, this is the main Avenida de Libertad. It starts right on the central square, which really extends out to here as well. But only this part of it is pedestrian, and it's all uphill really from about this point going up here. It's uphill. It's not a huge uphill, but it's definitely an incline that you'll notice. If you go up to streets like over here, you'll notice a pretty steep incline even here. And then even if you're going down from the center in this direction towards the Roman ruins, 
these will be some areas where you'll see some more hills. Something to consider with the apartments and the prices, like I mentioned before, you will see that 500 to 1500 range. Generally speaking, it's about how far from the center you are and how modern the apartment is. You can have some more modern apartments that are a little bit further out that are more fairly priced and they also are more spacious. Whereas in the center, like the, the heart of the city, you'll probably have a little bit less space inside of the apartment, but they'll still be comfortable depending on your perspective. But let's kind of dive into this a little bit more, like what areas maybe should you start thinking about? And if you compare this map with the map that you would see on Idealista, I mean, roughly, let's say, comparing it, this would be, I guess, roughly the area that they're calling uh, San Juan de Soto and San Jose de San Lazaro over kind of roughly in this area. And then this is the say cividad over here and if you're going to be here like if i were doing this all over again where would i want to live what would be the places that i might start thinking about i probably would consider really anywhere within roughly this circle here i mean maybe i would even consider some of that but even if you go like down here this is only maybe a three minute walk down this street it's not that far to get from here to here, here to here, here to here. We're talking about really easy walks. This is a very walkable city. There are hills, but again, this is nothing oh so major that you really have to worry about, especially if you are in this main central area. Even if you walk from, say, roughly about here until about here, it's a pretty flat street. It's not going to be so up, so down. Once you get down here, there's a little downhill just in this area here. And then going down towards the train station, it also again is downhill. Going from here is downhill. Uh, going in this direction is also somewhat downhill, depending on how you go. And so these, I think, are very important details that I would want to know if I've never been here, because I know there are so many people that have to get a D7 visa before even arriving. But then you'll notice even it's, it's a little hard to see here on the map. But I would say even if you're on Avenida de Libertad at this main intersection here is where you start noticing a difference between everything going roughly north and everything going south from that direction. Up in this direction, there are more trees, things start to get a little bit taken care of better. And then once you even get up to here, I mean, it feels like you're almost on vacation just walking around. Here, there's nothing inherently bad about it. It's just not necessarily the same level of buildings that you find. I mean, again, like even to compare one part of the street to the next part of the street, it's not necessarily even a fair comparison, but you do see that there is a difference how things are laid out, things taken care of, the buildings, how old, how new. But then even when you get to this more southern area of Avenida de Libertad, you still will find some apartments that are very nice. But then also something to consider is even in a modern apartment, you may not have gas for your heating and for your stovetop. You may have to use um, actual cans like you would. I mentioned this in the past episode, almost like you would use for a gas barbecue. So a lot of apartments do run on electric here. Um, it's not like you're going to be <laughs> unable to cook for yourself. It's just a little bit of a different experience. And the pricing, depending on what company you go with, 
can actually be on the fair side. I've heard a lot of people complain about it in other areas, but it does seem like some of the companies here in Portugal are trying to go for some renewable options, which almost seem to be costing a little bit less in comparison to other places that I've compared to. And I've seen places shoot up in price, but I've seen things from some of my bills and people who I know in this area remain kind of similar. So it's something that I'm personally not so worried about at this moment in time. And also something to consider, even on the Avenida de Liberdad, or even some of the smaller streets on the side, some like just off of, let's see, the Braga sign is roughly about here. And you have some smaller, older streets here uh, going out in this direction also. And it's not just residential. It's not just commercial. It's a bit of a mix between the two. You have some old buildings that you have this little entrance, this entryway that almost looks a little dark, but inside you have a really cool cafe that you can go to. Or even on Avenida de Liberdad, you have a mixture of offices as well as apartments. Because things are so much closer to each other here, you will find that a lot more. However, once you start getting out maybe more to this area here, here, as well as around here. Also, to an extent over here by the mall, because this again is the Braga Park, but behind Braga Park, you also have some really very residential areas, which I would say are actually somewhat on the comfortable side. I've walked through there even at night. I have friends who live in that area. And it's not like you have to really worry about anything. I mean, even in general, Braga doesn't quite have any neighborhoods that you could classify as the scary part of town or the part of town that you should be careful in or the part of town that people don't usually go to. It's not really that much of a thing. Maybe if you get go out and far away from the city, maybe you find like a village that you don't necessarily want to go to at night. But even, I'll tell you, I was down in this direction with a friend. We went for dinner. There's a churrascaria, a Brazilian-style churrascaria, not a Portuguese-style. There's a big difference. We should go into that in a future episode. And he and I walked all the way through this neighborhood, snicked around, and then went back into the center. It was maybe about a 30-minute walk, 40-minute walk. It really wasn't that bad. Down in this area here, it was really very flat. It wasn't until maybe we got until say roughly about this point that there was a slight incline but even then it was very minimal but even along this way when we were walking through some of these little neighborhoods we actually ended up running into it was a friday night and there was just like this little i don't know i don't even want to call it a fair or a festival but it was this outdoor thing with music and vendors and people just hanging out and you do find that here <laughs> it in that this area is not necessarily that it's just residential or just commercial. And when you're going in this direction, this area and kind of the area after it, you do find a little bit more of an industrial zone. I mean, even the the Brazilian place that we went to, it was like in a, an office park that was next door. It's a, a printing supply store. Across the way is a gymnasium. You have a little bit of everything. But then, I mean, even if you want something that has like a little bit more of a classic Portuguese feel, you can start looking at this area. And we're talking about, again, either right off of the main square or just a few minutes away from it by, by foot. It's very, very close. Or if you go just a few minutes further, there's a big hill here, and then you get to this neighborhood out here, 
And you have some more modern buildings that are actually quite a bit taller that, uh, I mean, buildings here in general aren't that tall, but the buildings that are the tall ones for the city, you'll find them a little bit more up there. Also, this area as well, this area. Here specifically, it may look kind of like an open space, but the um, property is definitely being held. It's the local cemetery. So yeah, if you're living right here, you may have some neighbors that get a little restless at night. Just something to keep in mind. But in the rest of the city, it's generally very comfortable and very easy to get around. And even if you do live outside of the city to get into the city, we're not talking about a lot. Let's go back again to this bigger map just to give you a little bit of an idea. Where is it here? Ah, Bon Jesus. The video that I did where I went up on a mountain, took the funicular cabin, that is over here. And to get from Bon Jesus to the center, like I did in that video, again, we're talking about maybe a 10-minute taxi maximum. And at that time, I was on the bus and yeah, let's say it was a 10 minute bus, 15 minute bus, probably not even that. And if you wanted to take a taxi there or an Uber, we're probably talking about between seven and 15 euros, depending on the time of the day and depending on if you're taking an Uber or if you're taking a taxi or if you're taking a tour, whatever it may be. This is not really such a huge area. And there are people that live out in this area and they have their own land, they have beautiful plots that they can just call their own and they're still close to the center we're not talking about necessarily walking distance unless you're a power walker and you're really ready to huff and puff get to the center through a, a nice good walk definitely it's possible what i would say is generally the more comfortable walk would be anything kind of like in the area that i showed you before roughly speaking in this area but but again, like if we're talking about this area, it's still easy to walk around. And also, even if we're talking about you're coming here for the university, the university is here. <laughs> again, we're not talking about such a huge city here. We're talking about a place that is very livable. It's uh, like I mentioned again in the, the Lisbon video, we're talking about a city, but shrunken down. And so if you're living somewhere, say, in this neighborhood over by the mall, to get over here to walk to your university every day or every other few days, we're talking about a very easy, potentially pleasant walk. Or if you're just living your life in the center, you don't really have to do much outside of this area. You, you can find a lot of shops, even homeware shops, in the center itself that have some furniture or that have lighting or bedding or if you want to go and start building your own things and go to a home center type place something along the lines of uh let's say home depot we're going to be talking about this part of town here you can take a bus there it's easy to get to and then maybe with taxis and ubers we're probably talking about three to five six euros if it's if it's busy traffic this is a very livable city in general and something just i want to get into before we get off the map here like what parts of town are going to be probably the loudest because that's important to consider some of the loud areas may also be some of the most fun areas so you have to consider a balance in between them um also i mean i guess just before we get directly into that one other area where you will find some of the really tall buildings here in Braga around this area. I mean, you can kind of see it from the shadows. The further down on Avenida de Libertad that you go, it almost seems the taller that the buildings get, but then they reach kind of a, a maximum by the time you've already hit this point down here. 
There's also a large hotel right there on that corner. But what are the loudest areas of town? What I will say concerning noise is that <laughs> since I've been here in December, it almost seems as though there's not at least one week almost every day that there's some type of, of um, firework that seems to be going off. If you're living in the center of town during saint Juan, a festival that we had not too long ago, you'll actually have different uh, fireworks in different locations. And if you live in the center, you may actually be able to see them from your apartment. And I know people who have had the situation where they have one night the fireworks on one side of the apartment, the other night the fireworks on the other side of the apartment, or because they're perfectly situated, they can see all the fireworks every night. So if you're living in like around anywhere not far from here, you'll get some of the fireworks that are coming from this direction or I guess even that direction. Um, but also there are some fireworks that do seem to originate roughly from this area here. So keep that in mind that if you are in this area of San Juan, it can get pretty loud. But in general, also, where are the places that are going to be more loud are going to be the, the places that have a lot more tourists in them. So we're talking about, again, kind of along this street here where the bus is that goes to the um, Ikea. And then also around the center, you have festivals. Even this weekend, there's going to be an international dance festival that's happening here. And then also they have different performances throughout the year. So that's something to keep in consideration. Also, if you are on this main street, the main part of the, uh, the tourist drag here, you will have a lot more people that are walking through. And then also during the university week, you have people that go out and they're partying and drinking. The main kind of drinking area, though, is really in front of the cathedral. That's where most of the outdoor kind of bars are. You have bars that serve alcohol. I mean, almost everywhere serves alcohol here. It's not like in the States, the liquor license. I mean, you can even go to places that you would not think would have the ability to sell liquor, but they sell liquor. <laughs> and it's not like that big of a deal even. Um, and then also around here on this little square, you'll sometimes have a, a stage that gets up, set up for performances. Um, this street here will sometimes have uh, things going on for the festivals. Uh, this area right here, just behind the cathedral, also will have some performances. Um, and then also if there's a big event going in town, especially like Saint Juan, this whole Avenida de Libertad is going to be completely full. People honking on vuvuzelas and the hammers that squeak when you hit people. Bing, bing, bing. Like if you saw my Instagram, I uploaded something there uh, not that long ago with somebody hitting me on the head. That's a thing here. So you will have a lot of people who are th going throughout this part of the city um, around here as well. Again, going to the Braga sign. If you already get to say about this point where I'm drawing this line right now, that's where things already start to quiet down a bit. Even if you go, let me clear this off and I'll show you a little bit better. Even if you go just behind the main street here, if you go up this street or up this street or anywhere kind of south from here, uh, as well as even this area, as well as kind of once you get to this area to an extent, um, because these are going to be the more quiet areas. I mean, even anything kind of over in this direction as well. This main center area is going to definitely be the loudest. You will have people that you hear from your building, especially on the old main street here. That will be something that you want to take into account. I've spoken to people who have moved here and who do enjoy having that experience, being able to open up their window and they're right in the middle of everything. And that is exciting. But if you're a light sleeper, 
this is also possibly something that may not be the worst because there will be a few nights a year that there will be maybe throughout the year a few things that go on that will potentially make some noise in the middle of the night. But then I know people who live roughly here, just off of the main square, and then even up around here where you can hear a little bit of the noise, but I've heard that it quiets down, say, anywhere from like, say, nine o'clock and on, 10 o'clock and on, maybe 11 o'clock, depends on what's going, depends on the day of the week. But it's to the point that it's livable. Also, you may get some traffic noises if you're right on the street. Of course, if you're on this street here or Avenida de Libertad down here, or even this street here, as well as this street here, you'll get some noise. And then also, this right here is basically a highway. And so you'll be set back a little bit from it. But even if you're at the mall over here, you're not going to have the same amount of noise behind the mall in this neighborhood and also just the area just north of that, it's going to be a lot quieter, a lot more families, a lot more residential. So even if you're up here in this area where there's also the taller buildings that you find, this is not going to be the worst experience for, for something that you really need if you want to be in the city, but also quiet. I realize this video is very much going through at a very quick pace. If you have to rewatch it, I completely understand. Or if you have any questions, you want a little bit more detail on specific parts of the town, let me know and maybe that can become a future episode. But there's also some cultural aspects that are important to consider when you're going to be moving to a new country that involve signing a contract for an apartment, rentals and so on, that sometimes the prices that you may see on Idealista may not actually be the final price. That's just where they are. In a lot of the world, you wouldn't really think about negotiating for a rental. Portugal is one of those places where you can and I have. And there are some people that list their apartments at higher prices because they expect people to negotiate down. But you have a lot of people who come here from abroad, they see the list price and they're like, oh, well, all right, that's what's available. So I guess that's what I have to pay. And so it actually ends up hurting the market a little bit. And that's what keeps on driving some of the prices up here because of the lack of negotiation, because it's not a cultural norm where so many people come from. So it's not just if you're going to buy an apartment, but it's also if you're going to rent an apartment. Also, there are things about certain times of year that may be better to move during. Uh, for example, maybe August might not be the best time to move July, August, or right at the end of the year, things people may just be snatching up the last bits, but then things may slow down a bit for the first few months of the year. I remember talking to somebody years ago who was Portuguese, and the person, I don't know if this is true or not, but they said there's this superstition that if you're going to move around the new year, you should move after, or you should move quite a bit before. You don't want to do it like right on. I think it was something about like starting your new life in a new place in the new year. Along those, I don't remember. If you're Portuguese and this sounds like anything that you've ever heard about before, please let me know down in the comments. If it's total, complete nonsense, that's totally fine. I just thought it sounded nice at the time. So, But I have seen that when we're talking about how apartments are moving, because I've been looking at Portugal for years now, even though I had never thought I was actually going to be here. It was just kind of something I had in the back of my mind. I thought maybe I would retire here one day, maybe if I didn't retire in Italy. But again, getting back to getting an apartment here. When you're working with an agent, just know that you also 
can have some agents who are willing to work with other real estate agents and other agencies. There are some companies here that do share and do work together, but then there are some others that just want exclusivity with apartments. So even in my case, I worked with someone who maybe didn't have the largest selection, a very large selection, but they didn't necessarily have the type of apartment that I was looking for. And he and I were talking and I said, well, hey, is this something that we can work on together? He said, let me call them up. Got back to me in a few minutes and said, hey, yeah, they're willing to share the keys. I can go there later on this evening if you want to see it. That's how it happened. We did it on a WhatsApp call and I rented it before even arriving here. For the way that I had to move here because I'm an Italian citizen, I didn't have to have that for any type of approval to come here first, but I did want to make sure that I had something ready to go so that I didn't have to stay in hotels for a few days or a few weeks and so that I would just be able to get from the airport and go straight to my apartment. Anyway. This is where I'm going to round out this episode. Again, I realize that I've gone very quick in this episode. So if there are any things that you have questions about or anything that you need clarifications on, be sure to let me know in the comment section below here on YouTube. And if you're watching this on Spotify as a video podcast, also be sure to come over to YouTube to let me know what you think. Because like I mentioned before, it could become the topic of a future episode. So be sure to let me know down in the comment section below the video on YouTube if you're watching it here on YouTube. Of course, I want to say another huge thank you to border border.io slash nyag thank you so much for sponsoring this episode as well as a huge thank you to those of you who've been helping on a monthly basis through patreon patreon.com slash rafael di furia rafael di furia.com slash patreon as well as a huge thank you for the one-time support the rafael di furia.com slash support as well as the thanks button here on youtube all of it truly makes a difference for this project to be able to continue forward so thank you all and of course by support Supporting those who support this project, that helps this project to be able to continue. So thank you all so much. Of course, as always, I'm Rafael Di Furia. Stay safe and healthy out there. Of course, this has been another episode of Not Your Average Globetrotter, and I'll see you all next time. Later.